We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's May 15th, it's 2023. We have 10 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, the Chief, the Justice, and he is 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Coming in, it's ready for another slate. And uh, I know uh, we're, we're, we're pretty much morning grind time, but happy Mother's Day to everyone in the past. And uh, we appreciate all the mothers, my mom and my fiance and just all the mothers. Just thank you guys for your con- great contribu- contributions to our lives and, and society. Heck yeah, man. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. A great Mother's Day on Sunday. I had a good day. It wasn't a good fantasy day. It was the worst NASCAR day that I've ever had, ever. Um, it was very weird. I was up a lot of money, a lot of money, um, with 10 laps to go, and that's how NASCAR shakes up. So um, I'm over it. I'm in a great mood. Um, it was it was hard to tilt, Will. I was live on XM hosting today while all these wrecks were happening, so it was very hard to tilt and focus on doing my job. So uh maybe maybe the reason that i got over it so fast because i got off xm i went out and spent time with the kids and the wife and um i mean it helped it helped it it moved it along so that slate's past me i'm excited for this baseball slate to get back in the baseball swing of things um really good friday for me i had a really good friday baseball wise um you and i were talking about like the giants and Dude, I got the Giants right on Friday. It, it, listen, after a week that I had with baseball last week, it felt really good to end the week on a really good, like, positive note. Um, so um, hopefully we can keep that Friday love rolling into some Monday love here and uh, have us another good baseball slate. So, yes, yeah. sneakily, I've been I've been kind of dialed in on these sneaky stacks. I was on the uh, on the previous uh, show uh, for uh, Crunch Time. And I was like, man, you know, the upside stack to me felt like Minnesota against Strowman. Like, it's like this slate isn't the best. It's like 
they got a lot of power. Strowman's a ground ball pitcher. Get some of these guys. And sure enough, man, I looked up, and Minnesota just started scoring runs early. Now, you know, I think they finished with 16 runs today, Stevie. Hmm. If if they if they followed my lead with the Twins, man, they wrote it to the money. So hopefully that translates into uh, some success for today's pod for the other people that weren't on the the, uh, the crunch time, and we can help them make some money for the Monday slate. I'm just gonna say right off the bat, this is a very interesting slate. Um, so I'm really interested to get like through it and you know break it down. What's up, YouTube? Hope you're having a fantastic Sunday night. Thanks for hanging out with us live. Richie, Dave, everyone hanging out in the YouTube chat. And uh, let's jump in, get started. We got Yankees and Blue Jays. No total in this game. It's going to be Brito, assuming that he is going to be the guy that starts here. Going up against Alec Manoa. Um, The line, I think, is more determined on if Brito actually pitches in this game or not. So we'll have to kind of see. But let's start here with the visiting team. Any interest in Brito going up against Toronto? No. Yeah, really quick no. And I, I, I don't think I disagree with you um, by any means. So this seems really good. Uh, the top half of this lineup is very good. This guy has just – he struggled to get outs. And a 15% K rate with a 400 Woba and a 340 ISO against right-handed hitters facing Toronto? <laughs> good luck with that. Um, so – very interested in the Toronto Bats. We'll talk about them in just a minute. Alec Manoa on the other side of this game. Alec Manoa last season looked like he he showed like brilliance at times. Um, but this year, man, he comes into this game 6.3 XFIP, 17% Ks, 13% walks, 8% swinging strikes. I think that you have to attack the Yankees with like top-end strikeout pitchers, and I don't think Alec Manoa is that right now at this type of the year. I couldn't have said it better myself, Stevie. So Manoa gets maybe less of a hard no, but he's getting close to a hard no in this spot um, for all the reasons you mentioned. K rate's low, XFIP is up, walk rate is up. Like he's not, he's not anywhere near the type of caliber pitcher he's going to need to be to pitch around this team on this slate. So I, I, I'm not playing out with Manoa. All right, let's talk some bats in this game. I think the total is going to come in at nine and a half. If I, on the low end, I agree. I like I like that call. All right, bats here for the Yankees side of things. Um, there was a report that said like Stanton getting getting healthier, so that that's going to be good for this team. Um, over the weekend, we saw the Yankees kind of switch this lineup a little up a little bit, and I'm really interested if this happens again because Jake Bowers hit leadoff. He's yeah. minimum salary. He's minimum salary. Um, so I think this is really interesting. If Bowers hits leadoff again, I don't like Willie Calhoun hitting up towards the top of the order. Just go with the power, man. Play Bowers. Um, I, I like Bowers. Judge, Rizzo, Bader keeps hitting. LeMayhew's starting to warm up. Um, I like the Yankees in this spot. Yeah, I do as well, Stevie. And once again, Bowers makes the lineup cheap. Willie Calhoun makes the lineup cheap. They don't really have any catcher that's expensive. So, you know, Anthony Renzo is 4,700. Glaber Torres has pretty much been my favorite Yankee all season, Stevie, to be quite honest with you. Um, but, you know, he's now 4,900, but the price is warranted. LeMay, you said he's heating up. He's 3,900. 
And then you've got, of course, the big gun judge at the top at 6,200. Stevie, all in all, you can afford to play Aaron Judge with this stack today, no problem, just with Jake Bowers alone. That doesn't even include the LeMayhew, the Rizzo, the Bader at 4,100, the Calhoun at 2,400. I think there are a lot of outs and a lot of ways to stack this lineup, and I think that's going to make make it, you know, I think that's a re- that's reason enough alone, excuse me, to get the Yankees included in your pool. This is a great team today. Great team. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a spot that I want to target. I will say, like, I think the Yankees are a top end stack today. Um, the Toronto side, I'm a little, I'm a little bit more hesitant on the Blue Jays, and here's the reason why: the Yankees bullpen. Um, that is that that hashtag stop. Like, I, that's where I'm. I'm just gonna stop there. I mean, yeah, get Brito out fourth or fifth inning. You have to face that bullpen for five innings. Get Brito out in the second or third and the, the team smashing. Okay. Then it works out, right? Because you're not getting top end bullpen arms if you get him out in the third. If he goes to like the sixth, good luck, man. Um, so I think if you're if you're playing Toronto, I'm stacking them. I think that obviously this guy's really struggled right-handed bats. Springer, Bichette, Vlad instantly pop off the sheet here. Um what are your thoughts on the the Blue Jays here? Yeah, I think that's what you're doing because one of the things that I do that I don't like about the Blue Jays, Stevie, is the top half of this order has been fantastic, and the bottom half has just been dreadful at times. Like Brandon Belt's got a forty percent K rate. Um, Kavon Biggio is like mid to upper thirties, and you know it it may balance out at some point throughout the season. But so what you're hoping is that this team is just on a day at the top of the lineup and the bottom of the order can piece some things together. Now, because they're getting to see Brito today, I do think that there's a chance that that could happen. And I think some of the bats are cheap enough. So like while while Vlad may be 5,800, Springer 4,600 I think is good. Varsho 46, Whit Merrifield 3,900. Look, if Bishio's in the lineup, he's at the bottom. Look, he strikes out a lot. But he is 2,200. Like that allows you to – to get some of these guys in. I don't think I'm going to play Brandon Belt at all, like because we have to play him at first on DraftKings. And so, look, man, if I got to choose between Brandon Belt and Vlad, gun to my head or no gun to my head, I'm just taking Vlad right now. Like, <laughs> Belt's just out of the question. Um, and then, you know, at catcher, Jansen played on Sunday. So I'm assuming Kirk's going to be back in the lineup on Monday. Uh, and I- I'll have some interest in him as well. Seattle at Boston, nine and a half total in this game. Pretty much a pick em game everywhere. Hauk against Kirby. Um, any interest here in George Kirby going up against the Red Sox? I don't know if he has another upside. Um, 9,400. I mean, look, this slate does not scream like elite pitching all the way through in the sense of the word. Like, that's not the type of slate we have. So, Perhaps he's still in play, um, but I don't really want to take that chance against Boston at 9,400. Look, he had a monster of a game here recently. He's been steady, um, but I, I I don't want to take that, that chance against Boston at 9,400 on this slate. I don't think he's the craziest play um, for people that are, like, chasing big tournaments. You know, he is capable of seven really strong innings. He has a lot of upside. 
this team doesn't strike out a lot. I mean, we talk about it all the time with Boston. We look at them against right-handed pitching. They're third in WRC plus. They have the lowest strikeout rate in baseball. They have one of the highest ISOs. Like they're a really tough team to face for right-handed pitching. So one, I, I want to see what the ownership is at. Cause if it's a nine and a half total and people are afraid to play him against Boston, I could definitely see taking some shots on him in large field tournaments, but overall, um, his advanced stats definitely suggest that he's getting a little lucky. And I mean, at 9,400, you don't want to be lucky at all. So, I mean, you want to be lucky. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Uh, Tanner Houck on the other side of this game. Um, we are like capable of taking strikeout pitchers against Seattle. You know, we talk about it all the time. They're a team that if you have high strikeout pitchers, they really could perform well. Um, Guess what, Will? Tanner Houck, not a big strikeout pitcher. Uh, very, very good platoon pitcher. Good against righties, struggles against lefties. Um, any interest here in Tanner Houck? Believe it or not, Steve, I've got slight interest. Like, so here's the thing. I've just I've seen bad and good pitchers just really take advantage of Seattle. Like, I watch Faito from Detroit like mow this team down in, in the sense of what he's capable of, like five innings, five Ks in and out. Um, I I think Tanner Houck is in play. Here's why. I, I think he gets some strikeouts today. I also don't think he gets through this game without giving up runs. Now, he's not my favorite guy in the 8K range, obviously. Like we'll, we'll talk about some guys in the 8K range. But I don't want to exclude him because of Seattle's strikeout ability to right-handed pitching, man. They've been dreadful. Um, I, I think he's deep tournament, like not cash, not three-entry max or single-entry, but I think in I'm building 150, I think I get some exposure. So the thing that I'll say about him, right, is like I mentioned when I was talking about platoons, he's very good against righties, generates a ton of ground balls, has a .015 ISO against right-handed pitching or hitters this year. So – if Seattle does roll out that like very right-handed heavy yeah. lineup, that's where you have interest in Hauk. Um, I do think that like with Riley sitting on Sunday, he'll be back in the lineup. That's one lefty. Riley strikes out a bunch. Kalenic, he's been hitting the ball really well this year. He strikes out at a 32% clip. So an interesting spot for Tanner Hauk. Um, Seattle bats. I don't mind the lefties. Um, I'm definitely concerned about the righties. This guy just doesn't get hit very hard by right-handed um, hitters. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Um, I I don't think I'm going to end up on Seattle, like, I, and but I do like your call when you're seeing the lefties. They're probably one-offs, but overall, I'm, I'm not stacking Seattle today. Yeah, I mean, one-offs I think are fine. Um, like I mentioned with Hauk, you definitely want to target him with lefties. He is someone that Decent strikeout rate against lefties, but he also walks them at a high clip. So, um, Kalenic would probably be my favorite hitter here from Seattle. But I mean, he's up to 4,700 now, and like Riley's 4,500. So, like, expensive one offs. Um, yeah. Boston Bats, Kirby's a good pitcher. Um, any interest here in the Red Sox? Yeah, I don't really want to stack the Red Sox either, Stevie. It's kind of just. They're, they're kind of canceling each other out. Like, I think Boston should limit Kirby's upside, and Kirby should limit Boston's upside in the end. And so uh, I am I am out 
on on this offense. But you know, once again, you can always run off Devers if you like. Like, sure, go right ahead. I don't think anybody's going to tell you not to take shots on Devers on any slate. Um, yeah. Verdugo's hitting the ball really well this year. Yoshida's hitting the ball really well. Um, Duran keeps hitting, and I mean, it's very early, but Emmanuel Valdez keeps hitting. Uh, so I think there's options here if you want to do like a, a three-man stack. It's not my favorite team. Valdez, I think, is a really interesting one-off. Um, he's been hitting in that like six or seven hole for the Red Sox. It's 3,100. And like I said, he's been hitting um, pretty much, I mean, all, all year. He's hitting over 300. So, All right. We're heading to St. Louis where the Brewers are in town. Eight total. Pick em game. Flaherty, Peralta. Um, DraftKings has some weather potential here. Everything I'm looking at is like 20 to 25% chance of rain. So we'll definitely have to pay attention to what Kevin Roth has to say. Uh, we'll start here with Freddie Peralta. Uh, any interest here in Peralta? Yeah, I mean, Freddie's 9K. One of the things I do like about Freddie this season is we've kind of seen him be steady. Uh, he's already faced this team once, and that was earlier in the year when, you know, in my opinion, they weren't hitting the ball as well. I am willing to roll them out in tournaments at 9K. Like, you know, you end up with, with you know, kind of what where he's been in the 22 fantasy point range. I think I'll take that at 9K today. Um, so, but he's not my favorite play, but he, he's got some upside. I, I think he's worth it for 9K. 27% K rate on the season. I mean, St. Louis, they're a pretty low strikeout team in general. They are. I mean, it's a, it's a tough team, but again, we don't have any, like, in my opinion, we don't have any like perfect matchups today um, yeah. where like we have an elite pitcher against a, a bad offense. So I, I think taking shots on Peralta today isn't crazy. Um, Jack Flaherty on the other side of this game, this dude is like the definition of hit or miss. Um, oh, God. So don't, don't, don't either. No, I'm just saying like, Milwaukee Milwaukee is a lot better against right-handed pitching than they are against left-handed pitching. This is a team that I'm very – like I, I pick on them all the time against with lefties. Flaherty's biggest issue this year is command. He really just cannot find the strike zone, I think, is the best way. Um, all over the place. It's bad. 15% walks to lefties and righties, like just absolutely struggling to throw strikes. Um Saw him walk five against the Cubs last time out. The Brewers are a team that they're they're patient, man. They will walk. They have no issues walking. They have over a hundred walks already this season against right-handed pitching. Any interest here in Flaherty at seventy six hundred? Oh, of course not. I'm not playing Jack Flaherty. Like I, I don't care about this twenty four fantasy point game. And it, look, man. I mean, just look at it, Stevie. I mean, the hits just pile up every game. Most games. He's at least two to three walks at so, like, and then so what happens is when when it, when they hit and the Babbitt is in the the offense's favor, you end up with the four fantasy point game, the fifteen fantasy point game, the nine fantasy point. I mean, the negative fifteen fantasy point game, the nine fantasy point game. Stevie, there's barely any games where he didn't give up at least two runs this season. Most are three or more. I I can't play Jack Flaherty today. 
I don't think I can either. Um, I mean, I think he gets ownership today for what it's worth. Oh, no. I, no, no way. All right, we'll think about it just for a second, right, Will? We have an eight-total pick'em game, one of the lower totals that we have on the entire slate. He's 7,600 on a, a two-pitcher site like DraftKings. We have options. Hunter Green, who we love to play because of his strikeout ability. Well, he's in course, so that, that makes him a lot – like that's going to knock his ownership way down. So in this range, I mean, I think he gets ownership today. Great. I really do. So Great. I, no, I agree. I, I, I'm saying – I like – I'm in my head. I'm saying like I kind of hope he gets ownership. Yeah. <laughs> so please, um, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, overall, I think this is a really tough spot for Flaherty. Um, I mean, yeah, this is a a guy that like if he if he is going to continue to walk people at this type of rate, it's really tough to play him. He's allowed at least yeah. one home run in six straight games, and he's allowed three or more earned runs in six straight games. He That's is so struggling. Yeah, yeah, he's struggling. Um, bats, Milwaukee bats. I think they're really interesting here. Flaherty gives up a ton of hard contact and he walks a lot of people. All it takes is a couple timely hits and you're getting Flaherty out in the third inning of this game. So, um, the St. Louis Cardinals had to use a lot of bullpen in the Red Sox series. What are your thoughts here on the, the Brewers bats? Hey, we're stacking Milwaukee today. And look, it's not just, just because it's, uh, it's not, it's more to do with Flaherty than Milwaukee. Like, Flaherty at this point, Stevie, and I just want to put this out there. Like, this is somebody, even if they're he's facing Pittsburgh, the Reds, like it doesn't matter. Like, you, you're going to stack against Flaherty probably most times right now until he figures something out. And I don't, I don't know if him figuring out is figuring it out is coming. So I the Milwaukee Brewers are getting stacked today, up and down. Yelich, uh, I'm not I'm not they're cheap. Anyone. They're cheap. Adamus is forty two hundred. Like they're the stack is, you could play any bat like any bat from this stack that you want, and still get pretty much any pitching combination you want. I wonder if Terrain gets in the lineup again today. He's been he's been in the lineup now for pretty consecutively, Stevie. Like he's twenty five hundred, probably batting the seven. Like there's a lot of options here. I, Milwaukee's one of my favorite stacks of the day. Just something to note here. Um, Tyler Nyquin's been hitting in AAA. I would not no be shocked. Way. I wouldn't be shocked if he gets a call-up very soon. Um, he's not like a 2K call-up, but he is very interesting. Um, especially like Winker's hitting 200 with zero home runs. So, yeah. Um, I mean, they could use another lefty in this lineup. Just pay attention if you see him in the lineup. That is, he'll be fantastic play today. Wicker be hitting three hundred by the end of the night. He's going to get a hit every at bat. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just kidding, but he should get some hits today for what it's worth. You never know. All right, um, Cardinals. I respect Peralta, man. I, I think yeah. he's really talented. I think the Cardinals are a talented offense. If I'm playing St. Louis, it's a stack because I mean this team. They have very, I mean, they just put up what nine runs on Sunday night baseball against Red Sox. So, I mean, they're capable of big games. I just, I think they're a stacker fade for me. Absolutely. Um, I don't think I want to stack St. Louis today, so I'm probably taking the fade. But it's, it's once again, similar situation to 
Kirby versus Boston, where Kirby's good, Boston's good. They should cancel each other out. I'm hoping the same thing materializes with Peralta and St. Louis. However, Stevie, I will say this. On FanDuel, where the win and the quality start are probably a little bit more valuable, if Peralta just doesn't give up runs, I am essentially expecting him to get the win today based on the matchup. He could be slightly valuable, more valuable on FanDuel than than DK Fortson. I don't have Fandle up in front of me. I'm just curious what his price is. I'm pulling it up really quick. Let's see. He is the highest price pitcher at 10-9. So I don't even know if that argument works over there with him. I don't know. I mean, I don't like again, I don't think there's like a home run pitcher today. So all right, we got Atlanta heading to Texas. No total in this game. Morton and Dunning facing off against each other. Uh Charlie Morton, 8,500 on DraftKings. Uh, any interest here in Morton? I've got slight interest, Stevie. Like I don't, I don't want to play Morton. I just feel like the slate may it may shift in our favor by playing him on DK. Like he's eighty five hundred. He's not crazy expensive. I think he can get through six. I think his leash is long enough. Um, I think he gives up one or two runs. But I also think he gets the strikeouts. You get like I I don't want to play him, Stevie, but I think he's playable. And and I think at that price, with what he should see today, I, I think he'll be fine. Like I, I think he could get 20 fantasy points here. Yeah, I mean uh, Morton is someone that's been doing it for years, kind of just limiting right-handed bats, you know, where he struggles as lefties. Yeah, I think it really depends on the lineup here. Um, I will say like Corey Seager has started like three or four straight games in double a, and they said they were going to evaluate him after the weekend. We could see Corey Seager active and in this lineup today, that obviously helps the lineup. That's already, you know, one of the best in baseball against right-handed pitching. So just kind of want to see what we're looking at lineup wise here for Texas today. Um, But I mean, you know, he's neutralizing like Simeon and Garcia and young Duran, so I think there's still enough lefties where I'm kind of iffy on Morton, but again, I'm kind of iffy on everybody today. Um, yeah. I have a couple guys that I like that we haven't got to yet, but again, like there's nobody I'd be like, all right, I'm locking this guy into my lineups today. So um, the other side of this game, Dane Dunning, 6,300, you know, started the season kind of working out of the bullpen. He's thrown 70 pitches and back-to-back starts. He's looked okay. Um, don't think I want to play Dane Dunning against the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, I, I just – and here's the thing, man. I, I actually hope Dane Dunning works out in the league. Like, I, I hope he can kind of stick around. I like him. Um, if he can develop and, and get better, I, I'm not playing him against the, against the Braves today. Like, forget it. Uh, no way. And it, it's not even like he pitched uh, against um, bad teams. I mean, he did well against Seattle. He did well against the Angels. The Atlanta Braves are just on a different level. Um, they're a really good team. They can hit anybody. So, uh, Braves bats. Any interest here in Atlanta? Yeah, I don't think I went off Atlanta. If I'm going to take Atlanta today, I think I'm going for the full stack, Stevie. Yep. Because it's an upside team. So, um, you know, Acuna 6300. Rosario, for whatever reason, Rosario is going to be this year's. Michael Brantley, Steve, he's still under 3K. I He's going to be a favorite bat of mine, I think, today on the cheap end. And uh, 
you know, Albies is under 5K, 4,800. You know, Riley's back up to 5,100. I, I, it's just a quality team. I think they got enough cheap bats to make it work if you want to piece together two of the big boys. Are we playing Ozuna yet? I mean, he started hitting. He is hitting. He's 26. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah, he's cheap. That's why I was asking. I mean, yeah. he's, he's hitting. Um, yeah. Like, I don't feel great about it, but he's hitting. Um, yeah, so, he is. Yeah, really, really. I mean, I feel like he had to hit or he was going to get. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I think Atlanta is a stacker fade team. Because of the pricing and making it work, like, if you're playing Acuna, Olsen, and Riley, then you're going down to these, like, really cheap bats and just trying to make a stack work. Um, obviously, I think Rosario would be the chalkiest option. On the Texas side, I mean, I don't mind attacking Morton with lefties. I don't know if I go out of my way to stack Texas today, but if I'm like in a little three man and I, you know, want to go like Grossman low, and if um, Heim is in there, I always like playing Heim. He's one of my favorite catcher plays um, just in general. I caught Will mid, I caught you, caught you mid yawn. Sorry, brother. Long, long day with the family. Ooh, uh, buddy, I feel you. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm going to fade Texas today. Like, if if this was a seven game slate, I think I'd one off a couple of Texas bats because it's ten games. I think we got enough here to make it work without me having to to flex Texas. So, I think they're going to get the X button overall as an offense. Even though I am expecting, you know, Morton to give up one or two. Like, he's not getting out of this game clean. I don't think, but. I'm not expecting them to get just absolutely rocked. So I am I'm I'm gonna fade Texas today. All right. We're moving on. We got the Cubs at the Astros, Tyon and Valdez facing off in this one. Seven and a half total, lowest total we have on the slate. Astros a one eighty-four favorite. Uh any interest here in Jameis and Tyon? Uh he he's close for me, Stevie. Like if I want to take a mixed bag, let's take someone that is not all over the place. Now, I, I do think he's—I I do think he'll get the eighty-plus pitches this game. That—that's my assumption. Like he was at forty-two when he came back, seventy. Uh, the, the next start, my assumption is we can get him to eighty to eighty-five pitches. If that's the case, facing Houston, look. Houston's not has not been great this season, especially at the bottom of this order. There have been strikeouts galore. Um, I, I like Tyon at 7,500 as long as he, he keeps the upward swing in his pitch count. Yeah, I mean, a typical day for Houston has six to seven righties in the lineup, even against right-handed pitching. And yeah. Tyon is very good against righties. Uh, big strikeout stuff. The walks are always the concerning thing for Tyon. Uh, didn't take a rehab start, so we're kind of seeing him rehab start as he's going. Uh, 27 pitch increase from start one to start two after missing a few weeks. So I'm with you. I think this is a jump we see from like 69 to 85 to 90-ish range. Um, I think the spot is good, and I think that overall, like we we talk about like Houston because for years this team's been really good. Well, right now they're not, they're 24th in WRC plus they have one of the lowest hard hit rates in baseball. Their ISO is really low. They're striking out 23 and a half percent of the time. So uh, I think Jamison Tyon at this price point is someone that I have interest in, um, today. 
And I think overall, this is going to be a low scoring game because I, I think Valdez on the other side of this game, he goes out and he pitches a really strong game here. You know, we talk about the Cubs and how they have some of these righties in this lineup. And yeah, I mean, you know, wisdom, 378 ISO, 43% strikeout rate, you know, Swanson. Swanson's a good hitter. You know, he gets a lot of crap because of the contract he signed and he's not really like producing at a high clip, but Swanson's a good hitter. He's a good baseball player. Jan Gomes is back. He's the guy that's been hitting left-handed pitching before he got hurt. Um, overall, though, the lineup's not great against left-handed pitching. I think Valdez goes out and just throws a really good seven, eight inning game, um, puts up 25 plus fantasy points. I most slates where it's like, yeah, it's 10 game slate. I don't know if that's enough today. I'm like, Hey, I think that's enough. Well, the thing is, Stevie, I think he's got a little bit of meat on the bone for his upside. Like when you look at these K rates for, uh, for the, for the Cubs, um, not the Cubs, excuse me, Houston. Like if people don't, if people haven't actually looked at it, Stevie, the name probably makes people feel like they're still low strike. They're just not right now. Like the K rates, not, excuse me, the Cubs K rates are there. I was saying Houston, the Cubs K rates are there. Um, especially with their leadoff hitter, like her Morel's at 28% right now. Like that, that's helping the cause for Valdez. Swanson's up to 24% and a, a fairly low ISO. Suzuki wisdom. Is it like they're all high against right-handed pitching right now? I, so Valdez is, is for sure in play. Um, he's, he's in play for me for sure over Peralta on FanDuel. I mean, Horner being out helps too. Um, this is one of those right-handed bats at the top of the order that can hit both lefties and righties. So, yeah, I mean, this is a spot. I just I want the pitchers in this game. I don't really have a ton of interest in the bats. Nope. Um, Morell, he should hit leadoff. He's been hitting. I mean, this guy's just smashing the baseball um, ever since he got called up. So if you want to take shots on Morell – I'm not going to tell you no. Uh, the production that you're getting out of Morel at second base is like Altuve-like um, if you want to stay in that same mindset of this game. But overall, I don't have a ton of interest in the bats. Uh, if you're going to target Tyon and you want lefties, 6K for Alvarez as a one-off um, just seems like a lot. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Um, I am going to steer clear of probably all bats in this game, just focus on pitching. Kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, custom snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear every pair of sunglasses is backed by loss and broken replacements if you lose or break your pair even on day one they told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase with shady rays you can look good and feel good to date they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with feeding america if you don't love them exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days there's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for the Morning Grind listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com, use code RotoGrinders for 50% off two-plus pairs of Polaroid sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 
200,000 people. That's code ROTOGRINDERS to get that discount on over two or more pairs. We got Cincinnati at Colorado. We're going to Coors. I know you love to go to Coors. It's your favorite uh, potential weather. Again, we'll see what Kevin Roth has to say. I'm looking at it the night before, and it doesn't look as bad as what um, some of the sites have it here. But, well, we have an 11.5 total in course today. 11.5. Green and Seabold facing off against each other. The Reds are a 120 favorite. Hunter Green, 8,300. Do we do it? Do we do we take some shots on Hunter Green today? Oh, Hunter Green's getting played today. I was gonna say, I knew, I kind of, I, I kind of felt like this is a spot that you were gonna want to take some shots. You know, Hunter Green's getting played now. I won't be playing any backs, and so I, I think I probably haven't really talked about that part of my game yet. But I will fade backs on cores, and I'll be fine. And, and but I will absolutely play pitchers that have high strikeout potential when they give us a pretty big discount. And so Hunter Green is getting played today for sure. Like Colorado is not an offense that I'm afraid of by any stretch of the imagination. And I know it was a lefty, but when Rich Hill can go in the course and get six strikeouts, like I'm willing to play anyone against this team. Uh, I I like Hunter Green today. Here's what, here's, here's what the Hunter Green experience is going to be like. (laughs) He's going to come out in the first inning. He's going to get three strikeouts. He's going to come out in the second inning, and for whatever reason, he's going to struggle and get one. He's going to struggle the third inning, and he's going to blow through the fourth and fifth, and you he probably won't come out for the sixth. But that's okay because you will probably get the strikeouts that you need to see the upside. The Hunter Green experience is a wild one. It's exciting. You're going to feel really bad at some point for taking them, but then in the end, you should feel really good. I like Hunter Green at 8,300. Yeah, I mean, I could easily see this going either way. Um, either way. Like, we saw Sunday, right? It was Sunday, yeah. Nola pitched um, in cores. He had seven innings, four strikeouts, gave up four in runs. Um, I think Hunter Green has some strikeout upside. I don't think that there's anything whatsoever safe about playing Hunter Green. He's a guy that walks people. And, yeah, I mean, I think it's – it's tough, right? Um, overall, it's it's playable today, especially in large tournaments. So, and then yeah, um, shout out in chat. CJ Crone went on the IL today, so that's taken another one of their um, bats out of this lineup that you know is potentially. And like this team's already like they play half of their games in cores, and they're twenty six in WRC plus against right handed pitching this season. So. Um, Take out CJ Crone in that lineup, and it's just going to get worse. So I think green is a really interesting tournament play. The other side of this game, Connor Seabold. No, nope. No, 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 no. No, nope, nope. That's all I got. I, I think that was enough no's to kind of, you know, get into to your, like, really fast no. Do you have any interest yep. in Seabold? Nope. Yeah, low strikeout rate guy. Struggles to both sides of the plate. Can't get guys out. Um, the Reds are a top stack today and it's going to feel ugly. You're not going to like it because there's Cincinnati Reds. Um, they priced up India. Stevenson's kind of priced up, but overall, I mean, this team is way too cheap for playing in cores against this pitcher. I know Will doesn't like playing bats in cores. I would be all over the Reds in this spot in really almost any ballpark. Um, so the fact that they're in cores, 
I mean, a, a little bit of a ballpark upgrade, I guess. <laughs> so Cincinnati is <laughs> one of the only teams in the MLB where it's like, yeah, they get a little upgrade going into cores. But yeah, I love I love this spot for the Reds. Um, I think they're very much in place. Seabold's not great. And, you know, we talk all the time about how Colorado's a mediocre bullpen. Yeah. Um, once again, you guys know my stance, but, I, you know, Cincinnati has a, an opportunity to do some damage today. And really, Stevie, outside of Stevenson and um, Jonathan India, this team really is expensive. Like, you can you can build a pretty quality lineup uh, across the board with the Cincinnati Reds. So uh, you guys enjoy putting your sacks together, and uh, I hope you make all the money you can. Yeah, I mean, one way to make your Cincinnati stack different is play them with green. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It really is. Yep. Um, as far as the Rockies bats go, Green is a guy that walks people. One timely hit is, you know, very, very good here. And I mean, when you're stacking against the team, you want to know how good the bullpen is. And this is a top 10 bullpen. Cincinnati bullpen has been way better than anybody kind of expected they were going to be this year. Um, I, me personally, I don't love the Rockies. I think if you're going to play them, though, you have to have Ryan McMahon in there. Um, he's probably my favorite bat from Colorado today. I am not playing any Rockies. I know you're not. Everyone here knows you're not. <laughs> we know it. We know how you roll. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if they call somebody up. I wouldn't be playing the Rockies even if they were in the Great American Small Park for what it's worth. They've been so bad, Stevie. Like, oh, yeah. oh man. Well, what I was going to say, it'd be really interesting to see if they call somebody up for Crone or if they move Mustakis and let him play first base because um, he's been really bad this year. So it'd be interesting to see what they do um, with Crone moving to the aisle. On a, on a sidebar, did, didn't Mike Mustakis just seemingly fall off the face of the earth since he's left Kansas City? My gosh, man. I mean, I guess he had a little stretch with the Reds, but all in all, he just... Gosh, it's not. It hasn't come together for him since he's left KC. Yeah, I mean, a lot of injuries too. Yeah, yep, yep. Injuries, injuries stink, man. Yeah. All right, we got Diamondbacks and Oakland Athletics nine total. Um, Diamondbacks a two hundred five favorite here in Oakland. Kelly and Moeller facing off against each other. I know that DraftKings shows Rosinski. I'm seeing multiple reports that it's either going to be Rosinski or Moeller. Um, we'll talk about both of them here in a second. But let's start with Kelly. He's 8,800. Probably my favorite pitcher on the slate today, Will. Um, I mean, Oakland's just bad. Uh, like, you know, anytime you get a right-handed pitcher against this team, I, I feel like they're going to shoot up to the top of your list. And the fact that, like, Kelly actually is showing some strikeout ability this year, I think he is. is huge. So yes. I think he's my favorite pitcher. If we're like considering price and everything else, um, I mean, it's hard for me not to have interest in him in this matchup. Yeah, absolutely. And this is why I was so hesitant on some of the other 8K pitcher calls, which today you can probably get away with two 8K pitchers and be just fine. But Kelly's absolutely top of my list as well. If I'm not mistaken, uh, last time I checked, he was sitting around a 25% K rate on the season, which is – a lot higher, I think, than, than what we anticipated him to be. Um, he's just – he's got good numbers. And, look, man, Oakland stinks against right-handed pitching, Steve. Like, they, they stink yeah. really bad. I, I just – that's all I can say. So, 
I like Kelly. I'm with you. I, I think he's definitely uh, at at the top of the list today. Like I gave you the numbers. He's got a slight walk problem, but I don't think that's gonna gonna haunt him too bad against this this uh, this Oakland team. So I, I, I'm I'm in on Kelly for sure. I will say really quick. Roker hitting well against both sides of, you know, Diaz. Jordan Diaz has been really good since they called him up. Um, and then in a really small sample size so far, Carlos Perez has been hitting well uh, against right-handed pitching. So, like, the top half of the order is definitely getting better against right-handed pitching. But still, um, I, no. Nope. I, I have interest. And, I mean – when we started the podcast, I was seeing Moeller here, but now I'm seeing Rosinski everywhere. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll, I guess we'll break him down. I mean, it definitely changes my thought process here. If it is Moeller, I mean, you're just going to play the righties, but Rosinski has an 8% K rate and a seven, almost a seven X FIP. Um, we're not playing him. There you go. Nope. There it Done. is. Easy. Um, we are, however, getting Arizona on the road, not a great ballpark in Oakland, but on the road, we're going to get, you know, probably a good portion of bullpen here. Oakland has the worst bullpen in baseball, and it's not even remotely close. This bullpen is bad. So they get a bad starter, a bad bullpen. Dude, I love this spot for Arizona. Oh, yeah. Listen, man, we talked about these attackable spots. Arizona and Milwaukee start to feel like, a tasty little stack, Stevie. Uh, and for those of you that don't know, I'm in the KBO street still. Like, it never ended for me. I stayed on the KBO train. Drew Chinsky came over from KBO. He was pitching for the NC Dinos and did okay in the KBO. But, Stevie, he is not. It is not working out with Oakland. I don't I don't think the upside is going to come uh, personally. And so, as a result, man, I, I'm just – I'm stacking Arizona any way that I can. This, this is a good spot for this team. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a fantastic spot. You're going to get some cheap bats in here to mix with, like, Carroll and Marte. Um, Arizona is a fantastic team to target today. Again, don't love the ballpark, but, I mean, the matchup is fantastic. The bullpen's bad. Uh, Love this spot for Arizona today. So, I mean, how much longer do you let this guy pitch? I know you're bad, but, like, like, this might be the worst, like, combined starting pitcher close like bullpen era that we've ever seen um they're really bad um i will say oakland bats are somewhat interesting for large field tournaments today hear me out i don't think they're the best team by any means but i think kelly's gonna get ownership i have a ton of interest in kelly today so this might be one of those spots i like build my three teams and then like in the 15 dollar or something i'm like all right i'm playing kelly on two or three i'm gonna throw an oakland stack in the 15 dollar tournament um, you know, to hedge myself in a big tournament where if Kelly gets blown up, I give myself a chance to make some money. But, yeah. um, I mean, if I am looking at it, it's Diaz, it's Roker, it's Perez. Um, those have been the guys that you can, I, I wouldn't even say trust, but those have been the guys that have been hitting right-handed pitching Blade, I would build around those four guys. Cause those are the four guys you're worried about the most for Kelly. Yeah, I get it. I'm not playing Oakland today. <laughs> oh, I hear you. But now Rick's been, Rick's been hitting good. Like he, he's probably the ultimate one I'll play from that team for sure. He's very, he's very talented. Um, I've been very impressed. I've for some reason I've been watching a lot of Oakland games. I don't know if it's just because of the time that the games are on and Might when I'm be. sitting in the office more. Um, 
But yeah, Carlos Perez was never this good. So I don't know how much longer this can keep up, but <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, Kansas City at San Diego. We got Keller and Waka facing off against each other here. Nine total in this game. The Padres a two ten favorite. Uh, any interest here in Keller? No. Yeah, I mean, San Diego is a team that I, I mean, I'll play pitchers against. I have no issues playing pitchers against them, but I think it takes like a, a really good like strikeout type pitcher. And I mean, that's Keller's strikeout rate is lower than his walk rate this year. Uh, very patient offense. I think they hang a crooked number up against Keller today and yeah. he doesn't last long here. But um, the other side of this game, Waka, I mean, he gets a great matchup going up against Kansas City. He's going to have some run support, 7,800. I think he's a guy that goes out and gets you like 17 to 22 points. And I think on this slate, that's enough. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I think at his price, he gets you just enough. Steve, even if he ends up at 16 and a half like he did against Cincinnati, like I don't think we're going to be frustrated with that at 7,800 on this slate. Um, obviously, there's some guys that, I, that can outscore him, but I, I think he's okay. So 7,800, I'm in. I will say, for what it's worth, his advanced numbers look terrible this year. Um, I just don't know if Kansas City is the team to take advantage of it. Uh, Kansas City bats. I mean, the guys I want to play are expensive. Um, yeah. Vinny at 4,200, I think, is okay. I don't hate that price tag. Um, Melendez is now, like, outfield only. So, like, you lose that, like, catcher eligibility for a guy that has some upside. But I don't have a ton of interest overall in this offense today. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, you talked about Witt, Vinny. Vinny at 42, like you said, is probably okay. But all in all, like – I don't feel like I have to play anyone from Kansas City. And so when I don't have to, they typically get the X button. If they score 10 runs today, hey, I brush my hands together, you know, shake my shoulders off, and I move on to the next day. Um, San Diego bats. I mean, I just got kind of done saying it. I think this is a team that's really interesting for large field tournaments today. Keller is not great. This is a bottom five bullpen. Um Patient offense, they could get to Keller really quick in this game. I mean, I definitely have some interest in the San Diego stack today. Yeah, I've got plenty of interest. Juan Soto, you know, Stevie, even if he's not hitting home runs, man, there's just so many fantasy point opportunities because of the low K rate, and he's still got the power against right-handed pitching. Like him a ton. Tatis, you've got him at 1,500. You've got Xander at 4,600. Steve, this is a good spot, I think, for Xander. Uh, I, I I like this team a ton, so I, I I'm big time into uh, some San Diego stacks today. You got Cronenworth at 3800. It's just this team is cheap. My you know Carpenter may even still be in the lineup now. He's at the bottom. And he's been striking out, but he's 2600. I don't mind plugging him in if I'm getting into a full stack situation with this team. I like the Carpenter call. Um, I think he's really interesting here. Getting close, getting close. Watch for David Dahl. Um, he like he's not. I assume he's not going to be back like this series, and I'll try to like pay attention to it. Still, I try to always watch this stuff. But David Dahl, if he comes back, um, he was on a rehab assignment. If he comes back, he rehabbed over the weekend. If he comes, back, he's two K. He's two K. Watch that. That will open up some stuff there. Um, but yeah, I like San Diego a lot. I don't think he comes back this series, but. 
Philadelphia at San Francisco. Eight and a half total in this game. Almost a pick em game. It's really close. Alex Wood going up against Bailey Faulkner. Um, Faulkner, 6,600. Listen, I'll play a lot of pitchers against the Giants, left-handed pitchers against the Giants. I don't think in my mind I can click on Falter, though, <laughs> to pitch against them. Yeah. I don't think he makes it. The crazy thing is, I think he could get the strikeouts today at 6,100. But, but he's not a big strikeout guy. That's why I don't like him. He's like a right. 16% K-rate guy. Right. But even if he does, Steve, he's, I think he gives up too many runs. Like, that. that's the thing with San Francisco. Okay, they strike out, but they're going to score some runs today. And I, I don't I, I don't think falters anywhere near what I'm going to be doing. Well, they're getting a little bit more production, right, against righties. They're still striking out at a pretty good clip, but um, – Calling up Schmidt and him hitting and, you know, producing has definitely helped this team. Flores is hitting the ball really well against lefties. Um, Hanniger's back. So I, I feel like they're going to get better. Um, and Falter's just a guy that doesn't generate a lot of swinging strikes. So um, no interest for me in Faulkner. Alex Wood, he threw Friday um, one inning and he looked bad. I, I mean, I had giant stacks that I was watching, so I was watching that game. He came in through an inning. I... I don't think I can do it. Uh, I, first of all, I don't trust him to pitch really deep into this game anyway because he's coming back from injury. But, yeah, I don't think I can do Alex Wood today. Yep, 7,100. Nope, not doing it. All right, let's talk about bats for Philadelphia. Um, any interest in the Philly bats here? I do have some slight interest. In the Philly bats, um, especially Trey Turner today, I, I, I liked him a ton. Fifty-two hundred hasn't really had a massive game recently, Stevie. But at this price today against Alex Wood, I think this is fine. I, I think we could get some steals out of Trey here in this spot. We know that Harper's back. Tess Young's at forty-nine hundred, who is starting to heat up at the plate. Uh, I like him a ton, but I, I don't mind Harper. I don't mind. Real Muto, you know, you just got to pay for them. They're, exp they're an expensive team. And so I think I would just kind of – this is more of a mini stack, two to three bats, I think, if I want to play Philly today. I think that's where I'm at. Like a Turner, Cassianos type of thing, um, Boehm. I think the problem with, like, Philadelphia is they're not, like, necessarily cheap. Um, so, like, it's not an easy, like, secondary stack. But a guy like – um, Sosa, who hits towards the bottom of the order, has been hitting left-handed pitching well. But um, and Dave just posted in um, YouTube chat that Turner is three thousand. He is three thousand on Fanduel today. Um, so top end play on Fanduel for sure. Trey that Turner. makes no sense, by the way. Like that, nope. that's almost a misprice. He should almost. never. He should never be that cheap. No. Like he's the type of player that should never be under thirty five hundred, even if he's slumping. Like he's he's probably going to be pretty high on today on Fanduel, I would imagine. At three, yeah. Oh, I mean, he should be. Um, yeah, might be one of those spots you just let other people make the mistake of not playing him. Yeah. All right, Giants bats. I have slight interest here. I mean, Schmidt first of all is three K. Um, I mean, this guy definitely hitting well. Handiger's thirty three hundred. My only concern when you're thinking about playing San Francisco, they platoon and pinch hit guys 
very fast when a right-handed pitcher comes in. So you have to kind of almost guess like Estrada, Davis, Schmidt, um, if Bart's catching the the guys that they won't platoon out of the lineup here. Um, if you're looking at maybe like a little mini stack for San Francisco or a full on stack, whatever you're doing with San Francisco, you just have to kind of guess who you don't think are going to be um, like the guys that get swapped out. It'd be nice if they actually let, let Mitch Hanniger get into a groove. They haven't like, been platooning him a lot. They've been letting him hit righties and lefties. No, but I'm saying I feel like he keeps getting – maybe they're doing it because of, of injury. Like he seems to kind of have been getting frequent days off, and maybe I'm just off on that. Um, but, he, you know, he's still really cheap, man. He's, he's a guy – like we, we've seen him tee off for stretches – at 3300 Stevie, like, I just – I'm going to keep playing Mitch Hanniger at this price. Like, at some point, he's going to take off. Right there with you. I would have really liked it to been Friday. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, we finish out the slate with Minnesota Adelaide taking on the Dodgers. Eight and a half total in this game. Dodgers a slight favorite here at minus 118. Lopez and Syndergaard on – Pretty much any slate, I have interest in Pablo Lopez. I don't like playing right-handed pitchers against the Dodgers. Um, I mean, now that we've gotten through the slate, I think there's enough pitching that I don't have to have interest in Lopez today. What are your thoughts? I'm I'm close to playing him, Steve. Like he's, he's really tip- good. Like I yeah. mean, I'm not. <laughs> if you want to play him, I'm not going to sit here and make any counter arguments because I mean, he is very talented. Yeah, he's 10-1. K rate's up to around, I think, 30% this year. Um, I, I, th- I think if nobody's going to play him today, right? Like, if everybody's like Dodgers, writing him off, I just I don't want to do it. I think there are enough strikeouts in this lineup, Stevie, for him to get there, for what it's worth. Like, I, I, think, I think there are enough like we saw you darvish come in and pitch okay um i i think i'm gonna play him today because because I, I think people are, aren't going to play him like I, he he's more expensive than i think some of the better plays but the type of season he's having um i, I don't think he's gonna have enough ownership I, i'm playing him in large field for sure at 10-1 Fair enough. Like I said, I'm not going to be the person to sit here and argue against you. Um, I'm not playing Noah Syndergaard on the other side of this oh, game. No, no. I'm so disappointed. Listen, I'm not. I wasn't disappointed. Disappointed is not the right word. When he left the game the other night, um, I had played some fast guys for the Brewers, and I was kind of, I was just sad. Sad is the right word. Um, that like they weren't able to steal bases on him. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not playing Syndergaard. Um, I definitely have interest in Minnesota in this game because of it being Syndergaard and because of the stolen base upside. What are your thoughts on the Minnesota bats? Yeah, I, I like the Minnesota bats, man. You know, Polanco, uh, Correa, Buxton. I'm hoping. I'm hoping Larnick is is back in the lineup again too. Um, that that would be fantastic. Um, I, I, I like Minnesota along with you, Steve. These guys should be able to run for sure. Um, and hopefully poke the ball through and score a few runs as well. So I was just looking to kind of get an idea of who, like, potential stolen bases for Minnesota. They have the lowest stolen bases in the season. 
but but remember, it's no. I, it, listen, I know, but that means like maybe we're gonna get some sports book value. Okay, that's where my head went. Right, my head went yeah. like, hey, this team is the lowest stolen base team in baseball. Maybe like we're gonna get actual value against Syndergaard uh, for some stolen bases. Yeah. Here, so, oh, could you imagine? If Michael Taylor cracks the lineup today at 2,500 and starts this game, oh boy, punt single turns into a triple, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Um, punt play of the day right there if he cracks, if he starts. All right. Um, oh, any Dodgers thoughts? I'm going to yeah, skip that one. Yeah. I don't, I, I, Pablo probably gives up two or three, but, but I don't think the Dodgers tee off. Lopez's struggles this year has been power lefties. Um, gives up a lot of power and fly balls to left-handed hitters. So if like you want to play Muncie or Freeman or Outman, um, I don't hate it. And like of all people, Hayward has been really good this year. Yeah. So any of the lefties in this lineup, I think, are in play. I'm not going out of my way to play against Pablo Lopez, though. All right, let's play the morning grind game. And then we'll get out of here. I'm going to go try to find out what this like uh, sleep thing is that people talk about. Uh, under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Um, we're probably going to end up on the same person. Give me Tyon. I'll take Waka. Uh, I think those are the, my two favorite options under 8K. So um, take you to one of those guys. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Give me... It's really tough today, actually. Give me Kirby. But I don't like it as much. But I'm on the side with Boston in this spot. All right. Um, I mean, yeah, Boston low strikeout rate. I don't hate that. Um, I think I'm going to take Pablo Lopez. I get it. Same reason that you're not going to play a pitcher against Boston. But yeah. over 4K to hit a home run today, not in cores. Who do you got going yard today? Um, this one's probably fairly easy for me. Give me Matt Olson, 5,500. That is not who I thought you were going to pick. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I didn't I you 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 fooled me on that one. I did not see that one coming. Um congratulations, you got me. Give me oh, you know what? My two hits guy, I think you're gonna know though. But yeah, to go yard today, he's not really like a power guy. Um, give me Adamus against Flaherty. I was gonna take Tellus, one of those two guys. I like those two guys. I like it under 4k to get two hits. Who do you got today? Super easy. Give me Mr. Rosario. All right, I like it. I'm gonna go Gary L from Arizona. I like, I like the spot for oh, him. Yeah. He's He's been hitting right-handed pitching really well this year. He's kind of struggled against lefties, so getting a bad righty, I think, is a great spot for Gary O. Uh, stack to score six or more runs. Well, who do you got? Milwaukee Brewers. I'm going to go Arizona Diamondbacks against Oakland. Talked about it. Um, it's a great spot for them. Hate the ballpark, but it's a it's a phenomenal spot. 
So they can do it so many different ways, like Arizona, a lot today. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Negative, mi amigo. Uh, it's been great to hang on with you, hang out with you for the show, and uh, hopefully we help people take down some tournaments and make some money. Appreciate everyone hanging out with us. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. We're growing it. I appreciate you all. Thank you for helping us grow the YouTube channel. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us live on the show. So um, if you haven't already, subscribe and turn on notifications. That way you can see when we come on. And it's mostly around 10 o'clock most nights, Sunday through Thursday. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there wives all of you are appreciated by everyone so we'll see you guys tomorrow good luck in your contest and have a great monday